welcome to today's episode of Jazz Beats, your number one podcast for jazz news and entertainment. Here are your hosts, Jackson and Tyson. Welcome back, jazz fans. <laughs> yes, sir. To another episode of Jazz Beats. I am Jackson, by the way. This is Tyson. How y'all doing? And we are happy to be here. Um, if you don't know already, we are on YouTube as well. If you're listening to it on your podcasting platform of choice. So why don't you come hang out with us here? It's fun to, to interact or at least like look a certain way yes. to make it seem like we're talking to somebody. Um, yeah, we, we, this is our fourth backdrop at Fizz. We're just trying to be people pleasers here. So whatever backdrop you like, just hit us up and we'll continue <laughs> to use that one. <laughs> Shout out to Fizz for putting up with our shenanigans for a half hour or so oh, once a week. Um, yes. I got to say that my new favorite thing at the Fizz is their steamers. They're like hot chocolate, but like with a vanilla milk base. Okay. Bloody good. If you haven't had one, you better get down and try one. You got to sell it a little more because I'm like hot chocolate. Yeah, I'm in. But like vanilla milk base drink. I mean, not not 100% in. What it is, it's just it's a little more creamer, a little more creamer in the drink. And it just brings the flavors out over the chocolate so it's not just mm. hot chocolate and and the bit of candy cane it really highlights like the banana and the caramel okay i'm telling you man it's i i've got one right here and in the winter months i'm all about it that's much better <laughs> did i sell it yeah i'm okay, sold can i get go. one of those steamers yeah, over here <laughs> I, I think we had two coming our way so let's do it <laughs> thanks for joining us um follow us on social media we're all over there um leave a comment in the youtube comments um because those are always fun to hear from you guys um, I feel like a kind of a tool saying like and subscribe to us, but because that helps the channel so much. But I have no idea right. if it does or not, and I nor do I care. You do what you want. We're happy you're here watching. Yeah, we're all we're all good. <laughs> we're all good. We're here to entertain. So okay. Um, welcome again. This is the Joel and Bead show, um, <laughs> or at least it's gonna be for the next few minutes. Um, last night, as far as when we're recording this, we played the 76ers. Right. And on the road. On the road. Finishing our three-game road trip. And Embiid had a, can I call it an all-time great performance? It was, it was. Uh, I mean, it's it's the buzz around the NBA right now. And and really, it wasn't even a Jazz 76ers game. It was just an Embiid highlight reel for 36 minutes of his playtime. He was incredible. Joel Embiid had 59 points, 11 rebounds, 8 assists, and 7 blocked shots. In only 36 minutes. It's not like he even played. He right. played three quarters of the game and had those numbers. Right. That, and that's that's really double what they're ex- – even that's even more than double what they would expect from him in a single game, right? That, that Those numbers, 59 points. It's insane. Career high for him. Wow. I'm going to ask you something. How much of that performance – give me a percentage. What percentage of that is Embiid doing his thing and what percentage of that was the Jazz struggling defensively? I don't think Markinen or Kessler. Olenek was on him at times. Or or Kelly, yeah. I don't think any of them have played against a player like him so far this season. I mean, we did have the Joker with the Nuggets, but this is a different type of strength and a different uh, mentality of play. So a little bit of an experience there, and he's just a vet. So when he smells that, he knows there was fear there. I smell steamer right now. Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) I just think he, he knew he could take it, and he just went to town with it. Okay, quit squirting, squirting around my question. What percentage is Embiid, and what, what, what percentage is Jazz failing defensively? 
jeez. Uh, That's a tough question. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say 70% Embiid and okay. 30% Jazz just failing. We're on a similar page. What's the right answer? We're on a similar page. Um, Will Hardy, after the game, did say um, he thought their double teams came too slow or weren't dialed in. They weren't perfect. Um, so, which means, which is telling me that he did adjust to start double teaming Embiid. They did not. Um, they didn't execute it the no. way that Will wanted. Yeah. So, I like the, the fact that he was trying stuff. Um I would have liked to see a little more Kessler on him. I felt like Kessler did an okay job. Because you look at most of his points were from the mid-range. It wasn't even at the rim. He only made one three-pointer. It was all just right. mid-range floating around there. He shot 20% from two inside the three-point line. He shot 80%. 80, excuse me. 80% say, from two. He must have taken a lot of shots to get 59 <laughs> points. So it was all that mid-range. And to have a little more length on him might have been good. Um, but it was just one of those nights, too, that... The, the, uh, if you go through the 76ers stats, Embiid scored 59, Maxi scored 18, and I think the next highest score was, was six or eight. Crazy. It, was, it was nobody. So it really was – he was playing the whole jazz team. The Embiid show. The Embiid show, which is, which is fine. they got to have their moment. I mean, the whole first half, as far as what I could see, even coming into the third for a moment there, it was a close game. I mean, I think yeah. it was like 18 um, – leader changes and 16 ties throughout the game which is a lot so the jazz contended well they played well um they fought against a 76ers team which is they're a tough team i mean we who was sitting on the bench i'm trying to remember um who's their new all-star they just traded onto their team from uh them yeah the james harden harden he was on was the bench out. Uh-huh. I got to just quick comment on his uh, outfit there anytime they come in in their gentile clothes i like to critique them <laughs> And have, have I'm assuming most people on this uh, platform have seen Monsters, Inc. Yeah, okay, it's a family show. Yeah, there's the little green eye. Mike Wazowski. And then the big monster. James P. Sullivan. Okay, that was like <laughs> the same outfit. I thought, <laughs> I, he, as soon as I saw him, I was like, he looks like that blue guy off Monsters, yeah. Inc. Just a little b- brighter blue, and he had a great Halloween costume. Can we win the 76ers with Harden? as well on the court or are we just doomed against the 76 and beat doesn't have this night with harden on the floor it's true and Bar- harden takes most of the the touches a lot of touches away from him he brings the ball up um and beat was was like a distributor too he they got it to him at the top of the key and just let him do his thing most of the night and most of his thing was the mid-range but as soon as you see eyes start to go towards him he made some good passes he had eight assists right that's so good he was guy. he was kind of taking harden's role of of running the show too, running the offense. So I don't think he has that kind of night um, without him. And but, honestly, when they're both there, neither of them combined are normally 59 points. Right. But on a good night, they can. So he was just like, I got you, Harden. I'll cover for you, and I'll do my role all tonight. We're really making it sound like we were dominated. We were by one guy, but yeah. we were up six at halftime. It was tied going into the fourth. Like we were right there. We were playing well. We right. just couldn't stop their guy. And we've said it before at the end of games, what happens to the game? It goes to more isolation. It goes to more right. your superstars taking over. And that's exactly what happened. And we didn't have anybody kind of taking that role on. Well, the Jazz were trying to play a little hero ball the last three or four minutes there when we were still in the game. 
and that's just a hard thing for me to watch because that's not what's worked for Utah when we've been clutched thus far in the season. It's not hero ball. It's it's the pass, right? So I could see what was happening. There's, there was a few forced shots, a, for, a few forced drives to the rim. But then again, somebody's got to try to man up. But you're right. I don't think that we got dominated by the 76ers just by one guy on right. the 76ers. Um, Hardy was a little upset and frustrated. He felt like the first half we played our game, second half we kind of played their game and we quit getting out and the tempo wasn't right the second half. Our defense wasn't as scramble mode, quick hands moving quick. A lot of because it was just all focused on Embiid, but um, what what could we have done? Looking back, hindsight's the best. Of course, yeah. Um, where, where are you liking this team the last week or so i mean we're coming off back-to-back losses right right now, for the first right? time for the first time this season much like the know it or blow it segment coming up soon Ooh. on our podcast um here's the thing so far obviously on the road is where we struggle the other factor that i've seen so far is that our back-to-back games we've lost them anytime we've played back-to-back i think the second game we've we've come in a little tired in the fourth quarter Correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe that was the other. Uh, the Houston game was a back-to-back. Denver was not. And then what was our most, our other loss? Anyways, I don't remember. But, yeah, we have struggled against back-to-back. Yes. I think the only one we won was that Memphis game. Right. Okay, yeah. Um, but, see, I think that that's why in the fourth quarter we hung with the 76ers all game until I feel like we got a little fatigued end of fourth quarter because we had just played the night before in Atlanta – and then we travel to Washington or to 76ers Arena and we lose. That's what I think. I think we were just a little fatigued. We've yeah. got to get fit. That could be. We got two home games coming up, which will be nice to have. Um, one thing I would like to see, which I'm still a little confused about, is is the the Rudy Gay minutes. Okay. Why? Why do you think we need more Rudy Gay on the court, or do you think we need less Rudy Gay? I think he's taking time away from from other guys. I don't see. I don't see the desire to have Gay on the floor. Um, he so, makes good plays and big plays every now and then, but I'm looking at his season stats. Um, he's shooting a mere 36%, the lowest on the team, except for Alexander Walker, which who doesn't get a lot of time or games. He's had a few garbage minutes. And, um, and only 26% from three, which is, which is terrible, which is not good at all, especially considering the volume of threes we've been shooting and our percentage has been really good. Uh, by our, our first seven or eight guys. So I don't see the minutes to Rudy Gay. And then I'm looking and, and and I see Sexton's getting 22 minutes a game. Beasley's getting 25 minutes a game. Okay. I think those numbers need to go up. All right. Sexton, I think, needs to be pushing 28 minutes. Because when he comes in, have you noticed the, the level of, of energy and change in the in the team when he shows up? He, he's the young bull, and he's like a right. bullet in transition. Right. Um, but I, I think he deserves more than he's getting right now. With Rudy Gay, 15, almost 16 minutes a game, I, f- I see him as a a Kessler, Kelly, or Markinen is almost in tra- foul trouble, and we need an extra big body on the court. We can fill the last few minutes of a quarter with him just to keep our guys out of any trouble so that they can put in the minutes they need to. But I don't think he should be as main focus in the, in the major rotation. I, I, I'm with you. It's not that we have hate for Gay. It's just that there's other players that perform 
that are better contributors with the, the time on the court. Yeah. I don't know. That's that's probably the only confusing thing that I've seen as far as rotation goes. Um, well, I, I don't know who's playing when either. I mean, we've just come from Quinn Snyder, who was like bloody spot on with minutes, rotations, quarters. You knew exactly who and when and where. And I'm still trying to wrap my head around who's going to be starting the second quarter sometimes. Like I don't even know. I haven't figured out the rotation yet, but maybe that's maybe that's part of his game part of his coaching style that could be the point and we've talked about our depth and how deep we are and and that could be a a struggle for for a coach is knowing when to play what guys because because we got eight nine guys that can contribute a lot right right so i don't know that's a thing i was thinking about but um but we are coming off two losses so it's easy to be a little bit on the the negative side of things for sure the jazz are 10 and 5 which is Way better than I was expecting at this point. Um, just the question is, do we continue on this trend? Or are we hitting reality the last two games and we start to go back into that mode? Are you asking me for an answer sure. right now? <laughs> uh, I mean, of course, the doubt is going to creep in Jazz fans' minds very quickly when we start to have consecutive losses. Um, because that's the... That's the idea that the NBA is selling, is that the Jazz are tanking. Um, we talked about this last week. I mean, obviously, we want the Jazz to win games. It's more enjoyable for us when we're, when we're winning games. But none of us are tanking as bad as the Lakers. So until we're worse than the <laughs> Lakers, I don't feel bad at all. Okay? Everything's fine until the Lakers have a better record than us. If you missed last week's episode, you're going to want to check that out. It was all about the tank and whether the Jazz should or should not. It was a good time. Tyson brought up... Some great deep dive analytics to the, the history of basketball. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> I'm selling it. Just like you sold that steamer earlier. <laughs> it was good. Um, yeah, so Jazz got two home games coming up that we need that'll be big. Another thing kind of kind of branching out is I want to talk about is Donovan Mitchell. Playing so well, right? Incredibly well. Yeah. Killing it. He's uh, leading the team in the East to a top two seed right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I I constantly hear around Utah negativity towards Donovan. Right, right. Like I hear all the time, why, why couldn't he have done this for us last year? Why wasn't he playing like this? Why didn't he play with this much heart last year? And I, I hate it. It's like give the guy a chance. Give him some success and some praise because right. he gave us six – Amazing years in Utah. Some of the funnest years we've had in a while. I'm not going to say some of. I'm going to say the funnest years the Jazz have ever had. Wow, that's a statement right there. In Utah. And now he's gone after we trade him. We, we're we the ones that got rid of him. It wasn't a Gordon Hayward it's situation. It's not a Gordon Hayward 4th of July. So I, I get a little frustrated, and I, I try to back him up when I hear this, but of people being negative towards Donovan, saying, saying things like that, saying, oh, wow, he's just – leaves us and then he plays his heart out and and is finally playing good again no he played way he played amazing for six years he was a three-time all-star in utah and we owe him credit and and how good were the times And, and remember his regular season style of play was just like it is now over in cleveland i mean he delivered all regular season if fans are gonna be hard on him and say he didn't give us everything that he's given Cleveland. Wait till the playoffs before you can say that because that's where we've had our struggles as a team and where he's acknowledged 
he had points to improve. But you can only expect a good ball player to improve his game as his career develops, right? So what else do you expect? Do you expect him to keep getting worse in the NBA? Of course not. He's a hard player. He wants to improve himself. He acknowledges his weaknesses. I mean, all we can expect is better play out of Donovan Mitchell as the years to come. Especially what, since all these things have come out about that Jazz team last year. Not come out, but we've kind of opened our eyes to. Um, Ingles leaving halfway through the season. That that takes a hit, oh, for sure. you know, in the locker sure. room. Can you imagine coming to work and not enjoying the the, the people you're around? Or just, just feeling tension and turmoil? Um, I think Quinn Snyder left the team about halfway through the year last year. He seemed not to, to be off board. And he's actually really? come on and said that. The second half of the year, he was he was not his heart wasn't in it. I haven't heard that. This is quite the statement. Are you sure? Are you? you no, I'm not you, sure. You, but you, I'm no, gonna go I, with this. No, I mean, you feel? Do you <laughs> feel like Quinn didn't show up the second half of last season? I just think he was under incredible amounts of stress, and I don't know. I think he puts it on himself, and I think he he put all the 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 media stress from the Donovan Rudy issues or or claimed issues onto himself and he i don't know i just i i think he aged about nine years in last year oh for sure and so i think that was it he was very distracted um he'd i think he'd made his decision to leave before the year was over right so privately i mean and then you consider donovan feeling and and probably knowing some of this stuff what what do you expect at that point He's a human being and he's, and he's in a hard situation and that only opens up when he gets to a new situation, how enlightened it is and how much relief he has and he's able to just play and just start new. I mean, sometimes that's what you need, right? As a player or as a person, sometimes a fresh starts what you need. I like your analogy there. Imagine coming to work and imagine working with Joe Ingles. Oh man. And then you come to work the next day and find out he changed companies. Yeah, work's not going to be as fun. It's just that's just all there is to it. I mean, any team without Joe is at a loss, really. I mean, that's tough. We miss you, Joe. <laughs> we really do. <laughs> we need just a Joe Ingles episode appreciation. Yeah. So that maybe that'll come up. Okay. Let us know if you want to hear that because I, I would love to. I mean, if the tank comes to the surface, I mean, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, before we get to know it or blow it, we've got a few words from our sponsors. Um, you're not going to want to miss know it or blow it. Some good questions coming up. We are on a two-week losing streak for our listeners. So so if our next listener can break this, it gives us hope that the Jazz can break the two-losing game streak as well. You heard it here. So stay tuned. A lot coming at you in just a moment. Hey, guys. Our friends over at Central Utah Giveaways have an exciting prize they're looking to give away this side of Christmas. So if you're looking for a easy cheap prize to give to your family or yourself for christmas they're giving away a vibe scooter it's like a 600 electric scooter they are way fun i know you've seen them around town oh, wherever sure. you're at i know you've seen them because they're everywhere they are um and they're a ton of fun i would love a vibe yeah electric I, scooter <laughs> me too <laughs> <laughs> um if you are just in the know i don't know where i'm going but centralutahgiveaways.com is where you can um purchase a ticket for as cheap as two dollars for the raffle um i think they are drawing on christmas eve so yeah. that'll be an exciting christmas present if you yeah. win that raffle two dollars an entry at centralutahgiveaways.com to get a to win a vibe electric scooter 
Who doesn't want a phone call to let them know they want a $600 scooter off a $2 entry <laughs> Christmas Eve? I mean, Santa is real. You going to buy one? Yeah, I mean, I'll check with the rules and regulations, <laughs> terms and conditions. I don't know if I'm allowed to participate because I'm such a good friend of theirs, but everybody else definitely should. CentralUtahGiveaways.com yep. to get your entries. Yeah, for sure. Um, also, I took our own advice. Yes. And I've signed up for DraftKings. Yes. This this part's sponsored by DraftKings. And I, I did your, what do they call them, flash Flash draft. The flash draft. The flash draft. Man, it's so fun, right? It's it's a blast. It's fun. It's so I put in five dollars of the flash draft, doubled my money in in one quarter of basketball. It was exciting. If only you'd have got it right the first time, you would have won two hundred dollars on your first one. Hey, but if you haven't signed up and you do sign up, and you get it right the first time, you're still eligible for that two hundred dollars. That's right. I mean, all you have to do is download the DraftKings sportsbook app now. Use the promo code TBPN. Make any $5 bet this week and get $200 in free bets if your team wins, unlike Jackson his first time. But you guys are better. Only a DraftKings Sportsbook with the promo code TBPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions do apply. All right. I think it's time. All right. Is it time? It's time. Know it or blow it coming at you. We are giving Chase Flint a call today. Um, let's see if we can get him on the phone. You got the questions ready? I have the questions ready. And as you guys know, while he's bringing him up, these are going to get harder as we go on. There's just three simple questions. And the third one, we've decided to actually do something new, multiple choice. Yeah, we, we want to come off of the um, – we want to get this two-game losing streak out yeah. of the way. We're doing everything we can to help you guys. Just, that's just how much we love you. Okay, we got Chase coming in on the line. All right, Chase. I'm excited. I love this part. Yeah. This is this is my favorite part. <laughs> Chase is on the case. You ever watch that Love show? Love Paw Patrol. Oh, Paw Patrol. They're solid. Hello. Is this Chase? This is Chase. What's up, man? You're on Jazz Beats. How's it going? Good. How are you guys doing? <laughs> We're doing good. Hey, um... You got called out by uh, Kurt Pruitt last week for being on this, and we're going to give you three questions here in a sec. You ready? I'm ready. Jackson, I'm going to do the first one and then have you do the second, and I'll come back okay. on the third. Are you, good? Are you good with that, Chase? Yeah, that's great, man. Okay, we need somebody with a W here. So Yeah, we're on, we're on a two-week losing streak, if you weren't aware. So, so. Okay, so let's hear it. What, 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 what? Yeah. Okay, no help. No help. She's Sounds <laughs> like you have some people in the back helping you, just so you know. This is all you. Perfect. Okay, question number one. The mailman, also known as Car Malone, went to what college? Louisiana Tech, uh, State, right? You you had it right uh, the first time, right. and we're going to give it to you. Louisiana Tech. <laughs> yeah, Louisiana Tech. That's one. The mailman. The, I know from, that. I mean, yeah. From the south. Okay. Next question. It's another um, throwback question. John Stockton is the the leading assist guy in the NBA history of all time. Who scored the basket that gave John Stockton his record breaking assist? Dude, this is like 20 years ago. Um, even even if you don't know, you've got a good chance. I'll, well, I'll it's give probably you the mailman, right? Winner, winner, chicken dinner. <laughs> right easy, money, easy man. guess for for another a little, win. A little bit of help there. All right, that's down, okay. Down to the final question. Are you ready? Yes. Hey, before you answer, just be thinking because you need to call out the next contestant on next week's show. So be thinking of a name of somebody you want to to. Either feel success or, or you want to really lose. And let us know because okay. we'll, we'll make those questions hard if you yeah. want. 
we will announce their name after this. Okay, this is a multiple choice, so you're going to have uh, A, B, C, or D. At which All-Star Weekend did John Stockton and Cara Malone win co-MVP awards? Is the Utah one. Option A, 1989. Option oh. B, 1998. Option Do I get locations? What's that? Do I get locations? Uh, negative. No, no. You get. You either get multiple choice or location. Uh, at 1996 or 1993. I'm gonna go 93. 96 was Millman's MVP here, right? I mean, I think it was 93. They were in Utah. Final it answer. So it was the All Star Weekend yeah. in Utah? Was it 1993, Tyson? You got it, everybody. We got a winner here. <laughs> Chase is the man. He's on the case. There we go. Hey, 3-0. You can go and now talk crap to the guys before you that lost. So, Did they have the same questions? No, different questions. No, but they suck. They got them wrong, and you're the best. So the, the like whole, it, yeah. the whole okay. deal is after you, you win or you lose, you are either the greatest jazz fan of all time or you're the absolute <laughs> worst fan, and you should probably find a new team. Yeah. So that's, that's where you're at. Do you have a name in mind for our next week's contestant? Next week, a big fan of the Jazz. Um, yes. Let's go James Cowser. Okay. Cows? James Cowser. I like it. Cows man. Cows man. All right, James. Well, thanks, <laughs> Any, Chase. Anything else you want to shout out or say, Chase? Uh, how fun are the Jazz this year? Dude, are you, are you worried about the last two losses? That's what we got done talking about is the Embiid game and the two losses. I mean, but where are you at? I mean – well, I mean, we're, 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 I mean, the Washington team's playing good. They, I mean, you saw them last night. It was kind of a trap game, right? Because the back-to-back with Philly. But I mean, when Embiid puts up sixty and thing there, a quadruple double, and the refs are helping them a little bit. Then what can you do, right? right? I mean, they're better without Harden. I think. I mean, when the ball moves, I mean, look at the Jazz. I'm not saying we're better without Donnie. Well, it's more fun to watch, right? Absolutely. It's a different team without Donovan. So I think just other players are doing. We're just enjoying other players, not just yeah, not just our top two to roll stars. Yeah, yeah, it's fun to, to see. It's fun to see what guys are capable of. We've seen that with Clarkson this year, like letting the reins loose, seeing what he can do, and he's he's leading us in in assists or or he's career high in assists, and it's been fun to watch. Yeah, he's fun. Okay, man. Well, we appreciate you coming on. We're gonna get a hold of James Cowser for next week, and stay tuned. You're the man, All Chase. Right, man. Good work. Okay, we'll see you later. Another week down. So glad he got that. That's impressive because I really would have gotten thrown off by the 1998, thinking that that was our best mm. year, so maybe both would have it. But Yeah, uh, so it's been 30 years since the All-Star game has been in Salt Lake. and But they are coming back next year. Yep. That's going to be... Can we? The, the question is, can we get an All-Star to be in Salt Lake in the All-Star game? Okay, so if we do, who is that player? It's got to be Larry. Markkinen, right? Right. He's playing. He's 22 a game. We've got numbers right here. 22 a game, career high, and just killing it. Leading the second best team in the West, third best team now. There's a lot of talented bigs in the NBA. So, I mean, we saw that last night against the 76ers. So, if he's going to try to take that title and get to that level, he's going to have to work hard for it. But I, I, I'm not saying he can't do it. I'm just saying he may have to focus and say, that's what I want to accomplish. I, I would want love to it. be the guy who gets Utah Jazz the four seed or below. 
does it being in Utah sway any of the votes towards him or towards? I, I, I bloody jet? hope so. I hope so. I <laughs> okay. hope there's some bias there, and that it gives us a little bit of favor, like having the refs at home. I mean, I hope that it helps. What it do you, What do you think? I think it does. Oh, for sure. I think uh, the voters, because they're they're smart guys. Right. You know, most of the voters. So it's like, ah, it's in Utah. Lowry's playing pretty good. I think if it's a tie or if it's a toss-up and they can't decide who, I think they'll edge it towards him Okay, with their last vote, if that's how it let's, ends up. Let's make that happen. Okay. I, I like can't it. wait. Um, Anything else you can think of before we wrap up? Two more home games, the Knicks and the Suns. Both should be exciting. I mean, the Suns are playing extremely well, too, so expect that to be a battle over at the Vivint Arena. Both home. It's nice to be at home. I've heard we have not had a game, or the players have not had a game in Salt Lake or have not had a day in Utah where they haven't had a game in a long time. They've just traveled, played, and left. Traveled, played, left, traveled. Right, right. It's been crazy schedule for them, but um, those two home games are going to be huge. I think we got them both. I think we win them both. Hey, look for us on social media. If you're on YouTube, leave us a comment. Um, we, we missed something last week or we corrected one of our mistakes last week. So if you've found a mistake we've had, leave it in the comments and we'll, it will, we will update you. Uh, maybe a private comment so we we're not may, too embarrassed. <laughs> we may not admit to the mistake, but we'll, we'll acknowledge it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much. I, I'm just, Jackson's just acknowledging that I have all the mistakes on this podcast. But no, honestly, thank you guys for listening, for watching, for subscribing and for supporting the jazz. 